Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, everyone. I'm back. I am so excited to be back. Season two, we are doing this. We are doing this, everyone. We are going to talk about Britney's music videos. That's right. We were talking about Britney's music videos, and I got to start the season with Lance Bass. Okay, I went to his house, you guys. I went to Lance's house. I went there with my producer, Jeff Rizzi. We were freaking out. I mean, Jeff had a a wardrobe consultation, deciding what to wear. He landed on a bomber jacket. He looked great. Um, We... We're losing our minds. Lance delivered. He is the nicest human being. He, I, I just, I felt like I, I, I didn't want to leave. And, and we were asked to leave. We had, we actually didn't have that much time. I think I sat down with him for exactly 36 minutes. Um, so there was so much to unpack. So I want you all to know, I, I knew that I wasn't going to have a lot of time with him. I prepared as best I could. Um, I, there was so much to cover and I couldn't get to a lot. And so we couldn't even really fully unpack the baby one more time music video. So just a few things about this video. Okay. I love it more than anything to me. It might be my favorite. I don't know. I'm probably going to say this every week, but in reviewing the, the classic, uh, baby one more time, a few things. Well, here are some fun facts. I'm sure a lot of you know many of these. First, the high school that the video was shot in was the same high school where Grace, the movie, was shot. That's so fun and cool. I feel like that high school's got some, like, great juju, right? Um, Also, her love interest in the music video is her cousin, Chad, um, which, you know, some might say, I don't do we want to start you know, do we want to start everything out your career with your your love interest being played by your cousin Chad? Maybe not. Um, you know, you are from Louisiana. We don't want to keep. Um, you know, we you want to be careful. Um, however, I get it. You're starting your career. You're like, okay, who can show up? Like, who can help out? Let's put everyone in it. 
Chad's a good looking guy. He was an Abercrombie and Finch model. Like you're like, oh, if my cousin's an Abercrombie and Fitch model, like, of course, we're going to put him in my music video. So I think it was a great choice. Um, also, Fee, her longtime assistant, plays the teacher. Fee gives a great performance. Lance said that I remind him of Fee. It was such a compliment. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I really want to meet Fee. I would love to have Fee on the podcast. And yet, like. I don't know how much we would get from her. I did the backstage tour in Vegas twice and she has like a lot of fun facts about the show and I thought it was really uh, informative, but mostly I just loved her energy because it was almost like it was so um, you could tell that she put the tour together herself and I think she says as much that this was her idea Um, and it's one of the best things and I hope that when, when, Britney's Vegas show at the MGM starts. I hope that Fee does one there as well because it just makes such a massive show feel so intimate and down home. Um, And the fans love it because it's Felicia. It's wild. It is truly like one of the greatest, most authentic things about Britney's Vegas show. So I I hope they do a new one. Fee, if you hear this, please do another one. Um, so yes, Fee is in the music video. Also, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was in an acting class run by this horrible woman, a horrible human being, but that's neither here nor there. And I met this really nice actress in this, in this class. And, um, and her name was Sarah. Her name is Sarah Smith. And I discovered that Sarah was in the Baby One More Time music video. And so she is one of the backup dancers. And then you'll also see she has a great um, a great moment in the video where she's got short, short blonde hair. And she is at her locker and she looks at the camera and smiles. And it's great. And she has other moments, but that's like a really nice like close up. And it's kind of like to signal that she sees Britney dancing down the hall and she's like, and it's kind of like Brittany doesn't say this, but it's kind of like Brittany's being like, hey, come on down here. Let's like dance. And then and so she like gives eyes like, oh, I'm coming. It's a great moment. And also, um, so then when I became friends with Sarah, she explained to me that she was also in the girl group called Nobody's Angels. Remember that group? I believe I saw them open for sync. I feel like I feel feel like I saw I I need to like double check this if nobody's angels ever went to Albany New York um to the Pepsi arena I think at the time it might have been called the Knickerbocker arena but who knows um so that's fun also remember TJ the backup dancer I got my eyes on him in reviewing this music video and I was like oh my god TJ was such a superstar First time I saw Britney Spears perform was at the Palace Theater. I talk about it with Lance. It's a small theater. It's like where you would go to see the musicals that come into town, but even smaller. I mean, it's a very intimate venue. And what happened was there was such hysteria over Britney that we all started rushing the stage, like getting out of our theater seats and then running down the aisle to be up close to the stage. And... I have these pictures from that show and it's like, I mean, I was right there watching Britney and it was like when she had on the, um, the pink, uh, tube top with the white pants. I have 
a Britney Barbie doll. I'll, I'll take a picture of it, of her in this exact outfit. And she has like the pigtails. Um, and after the show, people were standing by the theater door, including myself. And we were waiting like, will Britney come out? She didn't come out. But her dancers did. And I remember TJ came out and people were screaming and chanting TJ, TJ, and he was loving it. So go back and watch videos if you don't remember him by name, but like then you'll see him and you'll be like, oh, I remember that guy. Um, And he, I mean, just like he just full, full, full of pizzazz TJ. But I also I was thinking about this that. You know, this is before social media. So if you knew who TJ was, I remember it was like you'd have lunchroom chats. Like I in high school, I would sit at my lunch table um, and got our lunch tables. Our lunch tables, I went to a Catholic school. We had no money. Uh, and our cafeteria was also our auditorium, also known as a cafetorium. And so our our ta- our lunch tables would that they were super narrow like the most narrow like so narrow because they would then be converted into benches so the back of the bench was also the top of the table um but I remember we would like huddle around with our magazines like teeny bop or whatever and we would um like look at pictures of Britney and and TJ was like in those magazines I swear he was it was like crazy like that's the only way it's like the power of teenagers I don't know there was something it just like felt more energetic there's something about like now it just everything is so accessible that I just like that like word traveled like everyone was like picking up on this like TJ guy's energy and he was only like her backup dancer where's TJ now something tells me he's still he's still at it he, he wasn't going to give up that TJ. He had spunk. Okay, also, um, her athleisure wear in this music video is phenomenal. It is so, I always say, Britney is such a trendsetter. She does it like 20 years ahead of time. No one was doing the blunt bob for years and years and years, and now everybody's doing it. And Britney was doing that way, way back when. Same goes with this athleisure. Also, so she has two athleisure looks in Baby One More Time. One is a, a hot pink um sports bra top with a uh, a white uh like sweatpant kind of look and then she also has which I lo- I actually maybe even prefer the second one which is a yellow and maroon look and they're so cute like she looks so amazing and it's also really funny to me that her that this music video was viewed as risque at all because she showed her belly button and I think that shows the power of Britney there's something about when you see her, when you get your eyes on her, that you're like, oh, this, this is the person. I bring that up to Lance because he was saying how the song didn't really take off. And then I'm like, I bet it. And then when it did, it did. And I'm like, I think it might have been the music video because that's what did it for me. Um, and and I think that's what's going to be really fun about talking about the music videos because it's more about like visually when you see Britney, not to take away from her voice, I think, and you know, I think her voice, much like her dancing and everything is on a journey and as we age, things change and you know, guys, we've unpacked this many times, but, um, but I think it's going to be really fun to, to like watch her visual journey as we talk about all of these music videos because that is like you know, the power of Britney. 
It's her physicality. We all know this, right? We all know this. Um, some interesting things that I can't stop thinking about with Lance. So as you know, I didn't have a lot of time. So there were a, a lot of things that I wanted to cover that I couldn't. And, um, and so I want to say this, that did you know that Lance and Lance and his husband, they, um, their marriage was televised and I couldn't believe this, that they are the first same sex couple, um, to be married on American television, groundbreaking. Um, I did not know that and I can't believe that. So I'm so glad that, um, that Lance gave us that, gave us that gift. Um, also like Lance is really into space. I did not get to talk to him about that. Um, and he mentions that when NSYNC went on their hiatus and that turned into, you know, a forever hiatus, um, that he went to Russia for, I think he said three or six months. Um, and there wasn't enough time and I knew it. I was like, I want to ask him why Russia, I feel like it had to do with his love for space, but, um, but I'm not sure. So, but I, so I never got, it's, it's a, it's a question that, that I still have. Why Russia? But I think it, I bet it had something to do with space. But um, I can't stop thinking about, Lance talks about how he was in Vegas when Brittany had her quickie marriage, um, her 55-hour long marriage to Jason Alexander, her friend from Kentwood, Louisiana. And he flew out to Vegas. He had dinner with her literally like the day that they annulled the marriage they all went out to dinner together, Jason Alexander included. They go back to her hotel room at the Ponds. They put in the wedding video, which has never seen the light of day. I also had more questions about that, but it's just like, guys, I had to pick and choose. Um, and they watch it and it goes from them like laughing and having a good time to all of a sudden it, Brittany starts to cry. And it's like she has realized what she did and how basically like the fear of the press and what they're going to say. And so she goes into her room and she's crying and Lance goes in and he sits with her and Lance, in order to comfort her, he shares with her that he is in fact gay and he was not out at the time and the public didn't know at the time and he, and it worked and Brittany laughed and they had this like nice moment and she stopped crying and it got me thinking of there's something about your a bond that you have with a friend from high school that is different from a bond that you have with a friend that you meet later in life. And, you know, some high school friends, you lose touch and it's not meant to be that you continue on as friends. And there are some high school friends, you can go even a few years without talking to them. But when you need each other or when you do reconnect, it's just like this unspoken thing. And that's what Brittany and Lance are. Like, that's what I realized from the conversation. That this is a person he's known since he was a teenager. And they also trusted each other. Um, and also, like, I, I asked Lance a few different questions about, like, well, like, did you talk to Justin about the breakup with Brittany? And he was like, I was in my own stuff. Like... And it's so true and it's such a good reminder, guys, that like Lance totally reached out to Brittany in, later in 2007 when she was going through a hard time and we talk about that. But he was also saying like he was falling in love for the first time and it was really private. 
And so a lot of, you know, he was just like at home um, with his boyfriend at the time. And, um, and it's just so important to, to, I think, to remember that like we're all going through our stuff. And so when you do have like that magical moment where you feel like you can sit down and trust a friend and have a really vulnerable conversation that, um, that like those moments are like, those are gifts. And I just, um, like you can see it when you, when I was talking to Lance, you can see it in his eyes. Like he's a really, really good person. And I was just like so happy that he was there for Brittany. And I think maybe he's like one of the few who have been there for Brittany in such a real way, because even though he like opens up and he shares, it's very respectful. Like, I got to tell you, I've met some people since doing this podcast and, and they will just like tell you everything they know about Brittany. And in a way where I'm like, ew. Um, and in fact, even today I reached out to someone to ask them to come on the podcast and they respectfully declined because they were like, I have the, this close, close contacts with Brittany and blah, 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 blah. And I don't feel good about it. And I was like, you know what? I hope that person stays in Brittany's life forever because, uh, she deserves that. Um, and Lance, Lance was that for her. You know, guys, I tried to get to the bottom of it. Did Justin reach out? Does Lance know? He doesn't. He said he hopes. He said he hopes. I don't know. You listen to it. You let me know what you think. But Hmm. I'm just happy to know that Lance reached out and was that friend to her in other moments. Um, and here's something though about that wedding when she, the Las Vegas wedding to Jason Alexander, that they went and saw Mona Lisa smile in the movie theater during this like bender wild time in Vegas. Guys, that's the first movie I was ever in. I'm an extra. If you watch that movie, you can see me. Um, there's like some sort of weird race where it's like a, there's like a circle and you take a stick and you take the stick and you move the circle along and, and, um, and I hold the finish line. Okay. <laughs> so Brittany and I are connected. Um, I'm the reason Brittany made that horrible decision to marry Jason Alexander, but also you guys, it just is, it's so deep because she flew out a friend from Cantwood, Louisiana. There's still a part of Brittany that just like wants to go home. She wants to go home. And I think that her Vegas show at the MGM, it will happen. But I am relieved to know that she canceled the show, that she postponed the show. Finally, she's taking care of herself she, she has, it's happening. Like I could not be happier. Sure. Did I want to go to that show? Yes, of course. But I am so happy that she's just with her family. She's doing her thing and ha like just living her life wholeheartedly. That's what it's all about. Brittany's doing it. We're going to do it guys. We're going to do it here. We're going to do it here every week for these for these next episodes, okay? Um, that's my promise to you. Um, this I promise you from NSYNC. Okay. I got to, I mean, I just can't believe it. I can't believe I got to sit down with Lance from NSYNC. It's just too much for me. Um, dreams come true, you guys. Dreams come true. Your 16-year-old self, 
you know, if you make a promise and you, you stick with it, you know, I didn't give up just because NSYNC broke up. I stuck with it and I got to sit down with someone who I like used to like lose my mind over. It's just, too, it's just too much. Life is good, you guys. Okay. Without further ado, let's get to my conversation with Lance. Um, feel free to call the hotline, you guys. You can still call the Britney hotline. That's how I can know if you're happy with what's happening here. Um, please leave me your thoughts. You can, it's, it's how we can participate in this journey together. Um, that number is 814-277-3277. That's the Brittany hotline. It's totally free. Leave me your thoughts. Um, again, it's 814-277-3277. Especially if I get things wrong and you leave me a message, maybe I'll play it in next week's episode and you guys can make corrections for me. Let's do this together. Okay, here's me and Lance Bass talking about Britney Spears. Hello and welcome to We Need to Talk About Britney, the podcast dedicated to people who need to talk about pop princess Britney Spears. I'm your host, Jen Zabrowski. Today, I have zero chill. I'm like a zero chill uh, teenage Diane Sawyer because I'm sitting here with someone who needs no introduction. I'm just going to jump right in. Lance Bass, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Oh my I love your podcast. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> I'm really I'm really losing my mind. I, I just in order to anchor myself um, okay, so I was a major, major NSYNC fan, still am. On the way here, we were listening to Do Your Thing. Oh, so you know all the, the B-sides, too. Oh, my nice. gosh. Yeah, of course. Oh, you are a true fan. I oh, like true it. fan. Yeah. I've seen you in concerts. Did you concert. get to go to any? Okay, which concerts did you oh, go Oh, I've to? seen you in concerts so many times. Um, well, I definitely saw, that's what, the one thing, I have a hard time remembering, like, which album it was, but I think I've, I saw all three uh, uh, the your first album was that in sync? Was that yeah? What the the album first was tour we did was uh, not st- oh, wait. What was the tour called? It was called uh, "Ain't No Stopping Us Now" tour, and yes. that was our first. And that was the one Britney was on tour with yes. us with. Yes, and Pink. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, we d- and then No Strings, of course. Yes, of course. And then we oh, but the pop was. Did, was pop Odyssey, Odyssey was interesting because yeah. we came out with the tour before we released any of the music. Which is very strange to do that for a stadium tour because no one knew half the music. <laughs> so interesting because yeah. I'm sure I went to that, but mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like at yeah. the time, we were just you just go. It's like mm-hmm. NSYNC is coming to town. You go. You you just you go. Yeah. I actually <laughs> saw my sister and I were talking last night uh, in preparation for this, and she we were we were cracking up because she's like, "Oh my god, you need to tell Lance we saw a, a girl get a bloody nose because." Um, I forget which one it was where you guys came out on a oh, platform. Fly over. Oh, on the platform. Yeah. We always had moving stages. And you were moving mm-hmm. center and Joey Fatone threw a towel, like mm-hmm. his sweaty towel into the yeah. crowd and, and people started just going for it. Oh yeah, it. they would rip and, it apart. And one woman mm-hmm. got smacked in the oh, in the nose a, and had a bloody there's nose. There's a lot of injuries like that at, at at the show. We get injured also, you know, <laughs> having to, you know, go through crowds like that. You'll, sure. you'll get ripped apart a little bit. Um, uh, but I, it's funny because with the towel thing, because we would see that when we first started doing shows, 
um, we would throw our towels out, of course. People love a sweaty towel. And yeah, we saw people getting really injured and like choked. And this is when we were like living in Germany. So we learned then we have to cut little, you know, strips into the towel. So when they pull it, it rips apart. Oh my yeah. gosh. Little secret. So you guys trade knew. Secret there, right? Oh yeah. my gosh. I did. I even, I, I mean, I, I lost my mind. I flashed my, my, I talked to my dad last night too. And he was like, you did what you, you flashed. You flashed us? I flashed you guys. <laughs> and um, Wait, how old were you? I was 17. Oh, perfect. It was, was a perfect, perfect age. It's my one and only flash. Was oh, that, you, was you, you to you guys. You want to know how many flashes I've seen from stage and it's used <laughs> and it's not from the kids. It's from the moms. Oh. Oh, my gosh. There were so many times. I remember vividly this woman was standing on her chair having the best time, and she had her. She had two kids with her, and they had to be in her kids, and one was a son, and he was probably eight years old, and she's having the best time, and, you know, we look at her, and boom, you know, she brings out the girls, and, <laughs> and you could just see the boy's face was so just horrified and you and he, you could hear you could see his mouth form the words mom please stop <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well you guys you you made us you made us feel wild also to uh jeffrey who's sitting here my producer he told me on the way here that he had uh an in-sync folder for school oh, yeah. and then had the individuals uh -huh. and that that you were his favorite subject english and uh -huh. then chris who was his least favorite was his science folder. Uh <laughs> <laughs> i love it, I love it. wait so I, good? I think i might remember these folders was i wearing a cowboy hat yes i was <laughs> i was like in a cowboy yeah i totally remember seeing these back in the day i still have my Horrible. my britney folder i almost brought it here today but then i didn't but it's like my folder from high school and it's it's mm -hmm. um from the you drive me crazy video yep. so speaking of videos mm -hmm. this season i'm breaking down all of britney's well my favorite britney spears music videos and so i'm starting with baby one more time it's mm -hmm. a good Classic. place to start and so especially since i have you here you were in britney's life during this time mm -hmm. what when i say baby one more time to you what what comes to mind a lot i have such um I, the song resonates with me so much because when we when we first started, um, we also helped put a group together called Innocence, which Brittany was in, you know, yes, that yes, group yes. at the very beginning. Um, and, you know, each one of us, it was either one of our girlfriends or like just a friend of ours that we put into the group. And Justin's mom managed Innocence and they were under our label and they were incredible. So Brittany was in, in that originally, but her record label wouldn't let her out to join the group. So they're like, no, we have to try a solo record first. And so she couldn't do the group. So, you know, they went to the studio, um, recorded Baby One More Time, and she gave me, I think it was a mixtape. <laughs> like, oh I think it was on tape. And uh, she's like, you know, here's, here's the first single. I'm like, great. So I listened to it, and I'm like, wow, this is, this is you know, really good. Then I listened to it another time and another time and another time. And every single time I listened to it, it got better and better and better. I'm like, this is going to be the biggest hit ever. I, I was just so proud of her. Too. Yeah, but the crazy thing was she released it and it didn't do well. Like it's no one, it, it wasn't taken off at mm -hmm. all. And I was like, wow, that really, I mean, it, it's such a good song. Maybe it just needs to get some traction on radio. So that's when she goes on tour with us for the Ain't No Stopping Us Now tour. And it was so telling um, in her career how, where she was going to go because the first couple of weeks of the tour, she didn't get a good reaction because one, you know, it was rumors that she was dating Justin. So mm -hmm. of course the girls were very territorial and I mean, they would boo her and she would come off the stage really upset and crying a lot of the times because she was like these, you know, I can't win them over. Then that song just started playing more and more on the radio. And then a few weeks in the crowd completely, 
completely changed. I mean, by the end of that tour, she was a superstar. So you could see, and it took months for that song to really catch on, but when it did, it didn't stop. I wonder if it was the music video, like people, once they got their eyes yeah, on her, because definitely. there is something about about Britney, the performer. Mm -hmm. Like when you see her, there yeah. is like, the way she holds herself, that charisma, it's just like once in a, and not even in a lifetime that we get to see someone like that. I mean, who? it's just, she's, She's just unbelievable. Yeah. I just like, love her so much. The first time I saw her was at a very tiny theater. I'm from upstate New York, um, Albany, New York. And there's um, a small, uh, it's, it's a theater called the Palace Theater. And she performed there. And my friends and I went. We loved the single. And we went and it was her first show by herself. And it was when she's wearing those like white pants with the pink knee patches mm -hmm. and like the pink tube top yeah. and everyone just got out of their seats and ran down the aisles and 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 we were then stopped and they sent us back to our seats mm -hmm. and they didn't know what to do it was like they weren't planning on yeah. just teenagers yeah, losing new, their yeah. losing their minds so do you remember the first time you met Brittany Ooh, oh my gosh I don't even know. I mean, I met her pretty much the same time I met the NSYNC boys, um, right at the beginning. So, I mean, it, that was probably 95 or and 96. And when you guys went on tour together um, at that time, okay, because there were rumors, mm -hmm. were, okay, like, were Britney and Justin, like, just flirting, or were they official BFGF? Um, they were not boyfriend-girlfriend at that point. So just, like, flirting. Yeah. A lot of flirting. Because, you know, they had a past, of course, yes. you know, when they were children, that mm -hmm. was their, you know, their, their, their first, first boyfriend-girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so, of course, there was always that love there. Um, but, uh, Justin was actually dating, um, this girl, Veronica, who was in, who actually replaced Brittany in the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ver yeah. Veronica is so the name mm. of the person that Justin would date before Brittany. Yeah. I know, his Veronica. <laughs> now, would you guys, would you guys ever be like, Justin, you so, you guys are so in love. Would it, was it like that? Ever no, like, come because, on, we I know mean, what's look, happening. I was 16 years old, so I didn't even know what love looked like. Are you yeah. kidding me? So, uh, no, I, I wasn't thinking anything like, oh, y'all are meant for each other. I don't know. It was just. You know, it was fun, innocent, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend time. And we you were guys, teenagers. And you guys were like all, you would hang out? Were you friends? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, she was our sister. Yeah, it was great, especially on tour. It was so much fun. We would have, you know, we would, in fact, you remind me a lot of Fee. Oh, like a lot. Yeah. Oh, my God, what you a did. compliment. I'm dying. <laughs> you did. I'm you dying. Me a lot oh, my of God. Um, but we would, you know, when we would go out and have a day off and we'd just want to go to the mall or just do something normal, uh, we would go to Britney's like wig closet <laughs> or, or, oh or like tour closet <laughs> and we would get like stupid hats and wigs and everything and, and, and get to go out in public without people knowing who we were. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love this so much. Okay. Life is full of awesome. What ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs. That's why United healthcare provides health protector guard, fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. 
Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Just also, okay, I'm going to do a little rapid-fire Brittany. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, favorite Britney look or outfit that stands out to you? Um, well, the one that stands out the most is that red patent leather. Oops, I did it yeah. again. I mean, that just very that's just iconic. And of I, course, the schoolgirl outfit—that's what started her whole career. It's just so amazing. Favorite Britney haircut? Um, I don't know. Has she really changed it much? I don't pay attention to hair. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm terrible. Because I'm that. a big fan of Britney with a bob. Bob looks good. Yeah, she has bobbed at home. I love her. Yeah. I love her with a blunt bob. Yeah. Um, favorite Britney dance move? Do you prefer the high kick, the backflip, or the head roll? Oh, a good head roll. Come on now. Yeah, Britney. Yeah. And I would say that's very modern Britney. Mm-hmm. Like 2019 Britney is all about yeah, the head the roll. Yeah, the neck and the head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't move as, as well these days at our age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is, like, so you were 16. So that was in your prime of, like, movement. Mm. Um, now when you, like, do you ever see any of, like, the, the Backstreet guys, like, anymore? Or, like, see them when you're like, oh, man, like, they must need like a lot of body work, like massages yeah. and stuff to do it now. It, I mean, it's it, look, we destroyed our bodies. And I remember as a kid doing all this, you know, dancing. I remember so many people were like, look, you, you need to really stretch. You need to take care of your body. Your knees are going to be, you know, destroyed by the time you're 30. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Oh, it's true. I mean, you feel it later on. In fact, when I joined NSYNC, I had um, I had hurt my back like months right before it. And I've had that pain until about two weeks ago. I just lived with this pain forever, and I finally went to a doctor who cracked my back in a way that it completely took it away. So this whole entire time that I've had pain, it could have gone away with one back crack. That is amazing. Yeah, Yeah. but I feel so much better now than I did back then. I mean, I really do. Like I, Because I didn't take care of myself at all. Now I do, Mm -hmm. Um, but now I feel like I could could probably be better at the dancing. Really? Really? Well, I had to learn. You know, I was a horrible dancer. (laughs) <laughs> when I joined the group, you know what's so interesting is that I know I've heard you say this before yeah. in interviews, and it's and, and looking back and in preparing for today because, like I said, I'm Diane Sawyer today. Mm-hmm. I was like going through and 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 watching all the music videos and then remembering the shows and everything. And it's like you could say you're a horrible dancer, but you did the most amazing dance routines. Yeah, well, I mean, once it was learned, you know, yeah, any mm-hmm. performance. I mean, we were going to be in sync. We I mean we chose the name. And, and unfortunately, we have to just, you know, we have to <laughs> have to everything music. done in sync. Um, so I know I worked my butt off to make it look, you know, that that good. But uh, it took me a while to really learn how to dance. I mean, I, this this boy from Mississippi, I, I mean, could not dance at all. <laughs> I mean, it's just wild to me. I mean, gosh, I mean, well, you you definitely learned how to do it. OK, favorite Britney Spears music video. And I'm going to give you some options. Yeah. OK, so like it's like versus, you know, this one versus this one. Uh-huh. Toxic versus me against the music. Oh, Toxic, it means a lot more to me, yeah. I just Ooh. love that. It's my favorite Britney song, Toxic. It's a favorite song uh-huh. and music video. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. amazing. Okay, Oops, I Did It Again or I'm Asleep For You? Um, I'm going to go with Oops. I like th- I like all these answers. Yeah. Okay, me too. <laughs> not a Girl, Not Yet a Woman or mm. Every Time? Oh, I like um, Not a Girl, uh, yeah. Not, not a girl, girl not, not yet, yet a woman. woman. I just because that that was just a special song. 
I, I really love that one. And you know, I kind of feel like Britney, it's like still not a girl, not yet mm. a woman. Yeah. Like it's like, it's mm-hmm. that, you know, okay, this is also something that I'm so excited to talk to you about. So Britney, last year, she was recognized by GLAAD at the GLAAD Award. She was given the Vanguard Award. Mm-hmm. She's been so, um, she's just, she's she's a gay icon. She's just like, she's up there with, with Liza, with Diana Ross, with Lady Gaga. And she, and it's like something that I've always loved about Britney is that she, the way she has faced adversity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, she had to do it so publicly. And now... And like, and she still kept going, which is something that we all do, even though like I've gone through some really hard times in my life, but I did not have to do it in the public eye, but I would even like go through things and it's like, what do I talk to even my closest friends about or my family about? Because you're, you're, you know, just at a low point and you're, you know, you're just going through stuff and the way that she, it's like, I feel like she is this symbol for, um, you know, when you go through hard times that you can come out on the other end of things, um, the other side of things. And, and I, I've heard this story and you've told it before that you, um, that your moment of when you came out to Brittany was when she was going through not in 2007 hard time, but in 2004, she got married in Vegas, like Mm -hmm. a quickie wedding. Oh yeah. Like we all do. Uh Like we (laughs) all do when we're major pop stars Mm -hmm. and we break up with our childhood sweetheart and we just need to let loose. You go to Vegas and we get (laughs) married. Um, so when she got back, she, and you guys were next door neighbors at the time. Is this true? We were. Mm -hmm. And so, Okay, now I'm picturing that you're like in her bedroom and you're sitting on her bed and you guys are talking. Is this not true? That uh, part, or did that I make is this true? Part? Yes. And so, and she was having this hard time, and you were, mm-hmm. and, and you said, "Well, don't worry about it. Like yeah. I'm going through my my <laughs> own thing that well, people don't know upset. about." And that that's kind of why I like toxic too, because that was the video that um, I'd come to Vegas because she just had married Jason, mm-hmm. and it was like this fun. You know, she thought she was just it was a joke, really, but when you're that famous, you can't joke. <laughs> you can't just have like fun, stupid things like that happen. And, um, I remember seeing it in her face, like she realized, cause we put the video of the wedding in and we're like, Oh, let's watch the wedding. Oh. And I just saw her realize, Oh crap. What did I do? Like, this is like, this is going to be really bad. Um, so she got really upset and she was just crying. And so, you know, she went to her room and I went to console her. Um, And the only thing I could think of was to, you know, kind of diffuse the situation and be like, well, you know, I'm gay (laughs) just to to make her laugh or something, you know, and uh, and it worked. You know, it definitely got her mind off of what just happened. But, yeah, that was the the quick way of coming out to Britney. (laughs) And it's just like it's so well, one, I feel like that's such um, uh, a fantasy for so many of us is to be um, is to you know, like I have this fantasy of, and I've not, it's, it's now it's just a fantasy before it was like a goal, but I'm, I'm okay with like Brittany and I never meeting, but, um, I just, uh, of like being in Brittany's room and being, being friends and just sitting and like sharing about our, our lives and even things that make us feel vulnerable. Um, and letting them know that it's okay. Like the things that we go through in life, yeah. It's just all of it is going to be okay because yeah. we're just like living our truth. It doesn't matter as much as you think it matters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like once you say it, you're set free, mm-hmm. you know, very Bren- Brene Brown, um, living in our vulnerable truth. Yeah. Um, 
and but I feel like so many so many gay men like their their fantasy is that they can come out to Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah, everyone wants to be, you know, Britney's GBF, gay best friend. <laughs> I mean, why not? And a lot of those pop stars, you know, it's it really, uh, these women pop stars really helped move the needle for the gay community. I mean, they really did, you know, from Cher to Britney, Madonna. Um, that's who made it, you know, easy for people to like us. Um, they made it cool to yeah. like a gay person. Um, and so, I mean, it, if it wasn't for them, I mean, it would have taken a lot longer for our community to be accepted. Lance, for you, do, um, because you know Britney personally, does she mean, I mean, like, does she mean a lot to you in that way? Or is it harder because you, is it different? Not harder, but is it different because you have a personal relationship? With I mean, her? it is different because I have a personal relationship, but I still have that love for her, um, in the way that when we first started, you know, back in, you know, the late 90s, um, when she was on tour with us, it was the first time I was around uh, gay people. Like, I'd never really known that many gay people. Our choreographer was gay, and that was the only one that I really had gotten to know. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, you know, 16, 17 years old, uh, and now I'm on tour with Brittany, who has dancers who are gay. So now I'm in this world that there's just a ton of, you know, of gay guys around. And it was my first introduction to having gay friends and, and seeing what that was. And just seeing her relationship with her gay friends and her gay dancers just made me so happy mm. to see that people, you know, liked someone like me. Because I came from a place where you just felt hated, you yeah. know, and, and that you, it was something you'd have to keep secret your whole entire life. Um, and it was the first time I saw um, gay people being happy and just being themselves and being loved by a straight person. And so that, you know, was my kind of welcome into, oh my gosh, everything's going to be okay eventually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eventually, eventually. Uh, yeah. What was um, Brittany's reaction when you told her? You said that she, she laughed. <laughs> yeah, but she stopped crying, that's for sure. She, I think her reaction was like, what? <laughs> 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 and I think she chuckled. Um, yeah. But she never set me up with anyone. Maybe I, you know, Brittany. I thought finally when I'd come out, you know, she, she would have someone for me. Nope, nothing. Brittany, I know, Brittany. I know. And when you guys lived next door to each other, would you hang out? No, not really. It was um, a weird time in both of our lives because that's you know when I was heavily in the closet and we were on our hiatus, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I didn't know was you know a continuous hiatus. Um, and so that's when I first got my my first boyfriend. So we were very, we just kept everything so Private. indoors, you know, uh -huh. so we never really went out. And I was just really enjoying falling in love for the first time and just finding out who I was. Um, and that was also, you know, the time that Brittany was having, you know, some problems also. And she was trying to find herself and, <laughs> and had a that. lot of bad people in her life and, you know, that were kind of influencing her in different ways. Yes, because so in sync, they you you guys took your hiatus, if you will, in 2002 and mm -hmm. Justin and Brittany broke up in 2002. Right. Did the time do did so is that what broke up in sync? Did Can that break up? That? Is she the Yoko Ono? <laughs> no, or, she's no, not. no, but did those <laughs> things coincide? Like, like were was Justin at that time? Like, did the breakup? Were you guys still together as a group when the breakup was happening? Um, we were because we, you know, we didn't disband. Um, until I mean, we really I mean, we haven't even now today <laughs> disbanded. But uh, our last performance was I think 2005, 2006 at the Grammys. 
So oh, yeah, we were that still was your performing. okay. So that was, and what was that performance in two thousand? That's when we um, honored the Bee Gees and uh, did our acapella Bee Gees tribute. Yes, to them. yes. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, what was what was that like then when you guys are because of two thousand and two? It's like okay, we're gonna go on a hiatus. So then mm-hmm. we're still a couple years later, mm-hmm. and you do yeah. this at the Grammys. Was it like? At that point, where you're like, yeah, we're never going to get back. Was it no, tense? Was it weird? Was no, it fun? We, no, we had still planned on, we were putting together the next album at that time. Like, we were writing. I mean, we were, had so many songs written. So, yeah, it, the, the plan was for sure to continue to do this album. And was Justin involved in the writing? Like, would Oh, yeah. You I mean, he it? was writing. I mean, everyone was writing all over the place. But Justin was really focused on, remember, at that time, he was releasing his first singles and first album. Mm-hmm. And... You know, and it took a couple of years to like really get it going. Mm-hmm. And he had no idea that it was going to blow up like that. Like he honestly was like, look, I'm going to do a solo thing on our hiatus. We had a six month hiatus. Um, and then he released the song and it just kind of got bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And it just and it's still today, 2019. It hasn't stopped. <laughs> at oh my, all. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's still happening. It's mm-hmm. still happening. It's like I have a I have a very complex relationship with Justin. Oh, yeah. So do but, I. But <laughs> <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> So, but at that time, do you remember any, like, with Justin, like, did it seem like a big thing to you guys where you're like, fuck, Brittany and Justin broke up. This mm-hmm. is going to be, this is going to be bad for us. Mm-hmm. Or would you, like, check in with Brittany? Were you, like, or does it, was it not no, like that? No, because when they were kind of ending things, we didn't really know what was going on. I didn't know what was personally happening, like, mm-hmm. if, if they were getting along or not. Because, again, I was too selfish and focused on what was happening with me on me coming out in my personal life. So I didn't know what was happening with the other guys. And when we took a hiatus, we took a hiatus. Like we, you know, I went to Russia you know, for <laughs> six months. Um, everyone was just doing their own thing. So I didn't know what was really happening in everyone's personal lives. Cause I mean, you go from living every single day together and knowing everything to, wow, we haven't seen each other in like a year now. Like what the hell? And so did you come back and then you were like, so you guys broke up. All yeah, right, moving yeah. on. Yeah, we didn't really talk about it too much. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Yeah. I mean, they were both heartbroken, you know, and especially when you're that young. So young. It's so dramatic. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, do you think you're, you're going to spend the rest of your lives together at that yeah. age? So I mean, they were so in love. Yeah. You know, and of course, they're always going to have a love for each other. I mean, you, you always will with that with that first love. So um, they better. Yeah. He better. I know she <laughs> I know. does, but I, I wonder know, if trust he me, my, my assistant still think, I mean, she, you think you're a Britney fan? Like she's right up there with you. Um, <laughs> but she, you know, that she's still holding out that they're going to get back together. <laughs> I just like at the very least, I would love it if they did, mm-hmm. if they did a song together. Yeah. I, I just you know would what? Love I've said so that much. too. I think, and, and they've even said publicly, they, they would love to do that. And, you know, Justin, I know I said, hey, yeah, let's do a song together. Um, but I think that would be oh my god so healing for so many people for so many people yeah. <laughs> myself included
So in 2007, Brittany has a really hard time. And this at this point, I believe that you were... Well, yes. Okay, because I have a quote here from GQ Magazine. So in 2007, you guys are still next door neighbors. Mm-hmm. And GQ asked you about Britney Spears at this time. And, and it says in quote that you said, I tried, I tried to reach out. She's my neighbor in Beverly Hills. She lives next door. I tried to get in touch with her. I wanted to be that friend to help her. I don't think she's having any of her old friends anymore. Mm-hmm. Number one, thank you. Because <laughs> this is one thing where I'm like, I have this feeling. Well, let me ask you. Do you think Justin or do you know if Justin reached out to her? Do you think he reached out? And you don't need to give me any details. But mm-hmm. do you think he reached out during that time or tried? I have no idea. I mean, I hope I, I want to think he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have no idea if he did or not. And. You know, I I do remember trying because, I mean, we did live, you know, next door to each other and she was going through, you know, I mean, obviously we all saw what she was going through in 2007 and, um, you know, she had some questionable people around her and I could just tell, you know, she's very um, influenced by the people around her, her dancers, everyone like she's, you know, when you when you grow up in the business as such a young person. All you want to be is just like cool to your friends, right? You yeah. just want to be in the cool club with everyone. So, true. so you're just going to kind of do what everyone, all your friends are doing. So if they're, you know, drinking at clubs, you're going to be drinking at clubs. Um, so I think she, you know, she just likes to be accepted. And I think, you know, she, a lot of people attach themselves to someone like that um, to try to, you know, drain your energy and, and, you know, and mooch off of you. And she had a lot of problems with people trying to mooch off of her. And I remember one time it was Halloween and, I don't know why we both were calling into Ryan Seacrest, but we were all talking, you know, on the radio together and we were planning on going, doing Halloween, um, together. So we were talking about, Oh, okay. I'll come over to your house. We'll get dressed. You know, we'll do Halloween. We had this party we're going to go to. I'm like, okay, great. So I go over to the house and the Sam lefty was there. Mm. So he opens the door. I'm like, Oh, and he's like, Oh, and he knew I was coming, but I never was let inside the house. You were not let never inside. let inside the house. I'm like, okay. And so they're like, oh yeah, Brittany's back. Hold up. And then I hear like a bunch of like yelling inside. I'm like, what is going on? And then one of my ex bodyguards come to the front. He's like, Hey, he's like, oh yeah. And then and finally, is he looking at you like giving eyes? Like, I mean, you could tell something was just like, you know, and it, he just thought it was weird that I'm still standing in the front of, you know, front yard. But he, okay. So you're, <laughs> bo- you have like close relationships with your bodyguards, right? They yeah. traveled everywhere mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. So, I mean, is there that moment where you're where you're both like, what's like, are you doing like you're saying a lot with your eyes to each other kind mm-hmm. of a thing? Well, no. Well, no, it wasn't that because, I mean, you could tell they were they were trying to get like the kid in all that type of stuff. And finally, you know, Brittany, you know, comes to the door and she it, and I could hear her and she's like, wait, Lance is out. She she didn't even know that They're I was not out tell there. Her. But and then she but she didn't even really remember why I was there. You know, so I was like, that's when I knew something was wrong. I was like, well, we just were on, we, we were just talking about, you know, us going out tonight and I'm coming over, we're getting dressed for Halloween. And, and it's like, she never remembered that at all. So I knew something was up then. And I knew, you know, she was um, just in a bad place if she was, you know, that uh, dismissive uh, of me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that you tried to reach out and you were like, just going to hang with her on Halloween. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, you know, she needed some, some, you know, real friends in her life. You're like exactly what she needed at that time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What do you think? Like, 
for me, I'm like, oh, I love Britney just because, well, one, I think she's just one of the greatest performers to ever live. I was watching... I've been going to um. Do you know what Shape House is? I've heard of Shape House. You like get in um. You get in an infrared sauna sleeping bag and you mm-hmm. just you you sweat and you yeah. lay in it, but your head isn't in it. Mm-hmm. And then you just like watch television. Yeah. And so I watched This Is It, the Michael Jackson documentary. Yeah. I've still not seen that. It's Why fantastic. Am I not seen that? Yeah. No, I don't know if it's the sweating, but something happens to me when I watch things in the, the sauna sleeping bag where I, it makes me very emotional and I cry and I was straight up sobbing yesterday watching it, but they start the documentary with, um, with fans talking about, well, they're not fans. They're the dancers who are going to dance with Michael on this tour, but they're talking about the moment they found out that they got the job and they're just like, there's just no one like him. It's his energy and blah, blah, blah to be around him. And then you start watching it. And they're just in every rehearsal, these dancers are giving it their all because they're da- they're dancing with Michael. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Britney, that's how I feel about Britney. Like I'm always dancing behind her and I would mm-hmm. give it my all and I give her my all like yeah. sitting here doing this. Um, so I just I like she's just like the best. Like, What do you think we should what do you know about Britney? Like what what do you not like what do you know about Britney, but what do you think it is about Britney that like that makes us all love her because you actually know her? Well, I think because she's her authentic self, you know, um, she's just this, you know, very loving, caring person that just loves entertainment. She's been in it since she was zero. You know, she grew up in this thing. And and it's hard. I call it the Michael Jackson syndrome because when, you know, young artists, you know, that young start. Uh, it's hard to stay grounded. It's it's you have all these yes people around you, and it's almost impossible to grow up. Um, and so everyone deals with it in their own way. You know, I saw it. You know, in Michael. You know, when the years that I knew Michael, like I I could still see this like ten year old kid mm-hmm. in him, and he still had this kind of mentality of being a kid. Um, and it's this kind of uh, immature thing that just didn't mature in his brain because I think so many people just didn't let him grow up. And I think Brittany, you know, would have some of that in her too. I think any child star is going to have this weird, uh, there's the sense of reality is not the same as anyone else. Yeah. I have this theory that if you become a huge superstar, if you become very famous, whatever age you become famous at mm-hmm. is, is where you're kind of stuck. Y- at. You kind of always stuck. But I mean, mm-hmm. you were 16 and yeah. you seem that didn't I mean, happen I, for you. Yeah. But there's a lot of ways that I do feel like I'm still a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's a lot of things I just didn't mature. I mean, relationships for one, I mean, I didn't really mature in relationships. Till I was like, late twenties, you know, you know <laughs> I, I still felt like a teenager and there's something about child stars too, that, I mean, Corey Feldman, any of those type of people, Macaulay Culkin, isn't it weird that when you become famous at that age, you still look like a kid when you're older. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. There's it's something there, about it, there is something about it. Yeah. You stay young looking. It's weird. sync rapid fire questions all right okay favorite in sync song it makes me ill uh-huh which is such a sleeper song i mean it, 
it was guys, every guy's favorite song. Like if you were an NSYNC fan and you're a guy, this was your favorite song. Candy Burris wrote it from Housewives of Atlanta. She did? Mm-hmm. I did not know oh, that. Yeah. Lots of fun things about this. And just found out yesterday that Ariana Grande just uh, secured the rights to the sample of that. And I guess she's making a song. Oh my God, I'm going to die. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, my friend Nicole Mason in high school, she was like not into you guys. And I was always like, they're so good. They're so good. And then she was always like, well, I like this one song. And it was Make Me Ill. Yeah, I know. It's a, that, that was the direction we were going with our sound. Okay, I really like that. Favorite instinct song to perform? Bye bye bye. I mean, it's just the crowd pleaser. The best. <laughs> Favorite B side instinct song? Ooh. Um, I thought she knew the acapella. Yes. Okay, I'll tell you mine. Mine is um the two of us. Oh, just the two. Let's see I love again. That song. That's when we thought two step was gonna be the next big thing, mm-hmm. like Craig David. Mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. had a lot of two step stuff, and that that was one of my favorites. I love that. Um, fave instinct music video. Ooh, uh. I'm not going to say pop because that was a miserable one to film. That was like 48 hours long and oh my God. horrible. Uh, and you had prosthetics on the whole time. Not fun. Uh, and we had no sleep. Uh, but I think my favorite, oh my gosh, maybe uh, I Drive Myself Crazy. Oh, yeah. I really like that yeah. music video. Was that was that a, who directed that? Oh, gosh. I don't even remember anymore. I recently was looking up. Look, at my my favorite NSYNC music video is Bye Bye Bye. Yeah. Um, Lance, okay, I just want to say thank you so much. You you um you really like going to see you guys perform and like rushing home to watch you guys on TRL and like just that whole experience of in sync when I was in high school. Like you provided so many of my high school memories and like you are a part of my life and I just want to say thank you so much. Yeah. Truly, like, even when my sister went to Australia for a semester, I, um, my parents uh, were like, you cannot call her only if there are, if it's an emergency. And I heard Bye 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 played on the radio for the first time. And I was like, it's an emergency. (laughs) And I called my sister and I didn't take into consideration that she was in Australia and it was in the middle of the night. And she was like, Jen, why are you calling? And I was like, there's a new NSYNC song and it's amazing. (laughs) Um, And so it was just, it's just so many moments like that. My Guy friends in high school, Mike Sinquani, Jay Albright, they learned the Bye 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 dance and they did it at all the graduation parties. If you were in a fraternity, you had to do that dance. Yes, but we just like all, you just provided so many, so many memories for me. And like you were the catalyst for all of that. And that's what it was all about. You know, it's, and I think the fans, are you kidding me? Y'all are the ones who, you know, let us do this. Are you kidding me? It, It was so amazing to be a part of something so positive. Um, and to create these memories because, you know, concerts, all that, it's all about making memories. And, and we made a lot. And I can't thank the fans enough for that. And I'm glad that we were able to all grow up together. Oh, my God. I'm, like, literally dying. <laughs> I can't believe this happened. I'm just, like, taking it all in in this moment. <laughs> thank you so much. If there's one thing, last question, if there's one thing that you um, could let our audience know, like, that you would want to know about Brittany, what would it be? That she's one incredible mother. Like, really? Like, I mean, I just love seeing her in the mother role. It completely changed her life. 
Oh my gosh, there's no better. I couldn't have asked for a better answer. That's amazing. Lance, thank you so much for doing this. Of course. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. Bye, <laughs> bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.